Hi everyone, welcome back to Whom It May Concerns Hood Professionals. I am your host, Stis. Gotta put that ESS on there. Is that necessary if it's just me? Let me know. Comment, tell me something, give me some feedback. But I'm your host, this AP, and this is the podcast where we talk it out to work it out. And that's in all things dealing with our professional development, our professional careers, and our professional relationships that we may have. This month's episode is going to focus on micromanagement. Dun, dun, dun. And I struggled if I wanted to go into this topic because I was like, definitely don't want to seem like I'm venting or definitely don't want to seem like I'm complaining. But God damn it, the micromanagement is has just been heavily on my mind. And when I tell y'all, I have been trying to figure out what particular angle did I want to come from without it seemed like I was coming for the neck of a particular demographic of micromanagement. It's hard. So I'm just going to, I'm going to touch bases on this particular group set, this subset of micromanagers. And then we can branch out into the effects of micromanagement and pretty much my take, because I mean, whose podcast is this? My take on what it seems like. And it is my goal that hopefully for the rest of the month, for the month of June, I can do like follow-up conversations with different people just to get their take on what micromanagement means to them. For me, out of all of the managers and supervisors I have come across, I feel like older black women are the worst micromanagers. They are the worst offenders of micromanaging. For a lot of older black women, it seems as though when they have a particular um, set of powers that be, authority at work, some of y'all can turn into some doggone naggers it's almost as if you feel like your employees are an extension of of your of your offspring and honey we are not we are not especially if you have a younger black woman on your team you you tend to think that oh you need to nurture there is nothing wrong with wanting to be a mentor but you first have to be asked you know what I mean? To be someone's personal mentor. Of, of course, as a manager, as a supervisor, it is your responsibility to model excellence. It's your it's 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 your duty to to model the policies and procedures and things of that nature and how you know a certain level of professionalism. You are supposed to be the one who's looking to to bring in some type of professional development for your team because you want them to be able to have what they need to be successful not only in this position but hopefully beyond because who wants to be in the same position for a whole lot of years not I said the brown cow I definitely don't want to be but this is just a plea to those older black women out there maybe even some younger black women because oh god yeah because it's some of them too I'm just gonna say black women you got to check yourselves. 
You don't have to be in control of every single thing. We don't have to be in control of every single thing. Let's work on creating a workplace environment where people can come in, we can observe and see what areas they may need our, you know, love and attention in. And in love, I mean kindness, care. I'm not saying you you gotta you gotta sugar spoon feed everything, but you get more bees with honey. You know what I mean? You when when you when you have a, a way with 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 the, the finesse of how you engage and, and interact with your employees, it makes them feel like they can come to you in confidence. It it makes them feel like they can come to you and know that they're going to be heard. They're gonna feel seen and that you're going to take into account what they have to say moving forward. But if you were that person that's talking out both sides of your mouth, you say one thing, but you turn around and you say something else, or you're very indirect with your shade. And I don't even know why you want to be shady at work. People, I can't stress this enough. We go to work to provide for the lifestyle that we want to live. Why would you even want to get in the middle of something like that and just ratchet it the fuck up? Why would you even want to be an issue for someone at work? That's my thing. And you know you aggravating as fuck. You know you aggravating. Because if you're this aggravating at home, I mean at work, I know you got to be aggravating at home. And your family probably would not even be surprised if if an employee was to be like, man, your mom or your wife is hella aggravating. They might not necessarily like it. But they definitely gonna feel you on that. And I just think that that's something that we have to check as black women. We gotta check ourselves, check the attitude like, girl, I get it. It's a very white supremacy, oppressive system that we're living in, totally get it. But honey, it does not help when we bring in the micromanagement of just, why are you all up in my face every time I turn around. This is the joy of working remotely. Working remotely is the shit. Working remotely is so freeing. It gives you the opportunity to really you can stretch that workout unless it's like a a deadline that you have to get in but you really can stress that stretch that workout over that eight hour period. Because you don't necessarily have somebody, like, every time you turn around, they at the door with something. And that's another thing. Why don't y'all use email? What's wrong? That's what email is for. Or private message me on, 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 on the Google Teams. Use the technology that the company has there for you. It's not like you telling me some deep, dark secret. So, oh, I know what it is. They don't want to be documented. Anywho, this... See, this is why I need to have another person here so that we can bounce off each other because y'all gonna be like, Audrey just sitting up talking to herself. It is. But at some point, someone is gonna listen in on this so I won't feel alone. But that's that's definitely something. And this is why this is going to be a month-long series where I'm gonna be doing some live conversations, hopefully, and then also just doing like some questionnaires on Facebook um, I definitely, I guess I should 
open up my Twitter again because I do have a Twitter. It's the same as uh, my personal Instagram, but I guess I should make one for the podcast. Um, but my personal Twitter is um, at the Primfro, T H E P R I M F R O. Um, I guess I should definitely get back into Twitter and just post some questions and just see the responses that I get if I get any responses. Because when I tell you, me and Twitter don't mix, we don't mix. I just, I could never get into it. Mm-hmm. It's too much. I just feel like I always got to be building up some following. Hell, I'm private. It's not as it is anyway. Social media is just, child, that's another topic for another day. But... I read something speaking about people who micromanage and it basically said micromanagement is the is the thief of creativity. And I also feel like micromanagement gives off the sense, gives off gives off the air that you don't believe nor trust nor value the skill set, education and experience of those that you have employed to be on your team. And then when you as an employee hear and see that there is a high retention rate for that particular department or program, you begin to, you know, put two and two together and connect the dots and you cross your T and you dot the I and you put the proper punctuation and you see, I see why people get the hell up out of here. It's too much. But then I also see why people come in because they see the work. It is attractive. It it, it looks like a a, a great place to grow and learn and all this kind of stuff. And then you got somebody in there who won't let go for for whatever the reason may be. And this isn't to bash anyone. It's just to say, Hey, it's okay to take your hands, to take, not even take your hands off off the wheel, but to take a step back. Get your ass in the back seat and and take a nap. I can drive a little bit, especially if this is my leg of the trip for me to drive. Let me drive. When I run off the road, then you can wake up and say something. When I miss the turn, then you can say something. And, And even then... You don't have to be catty about it. You don't have to be nasty about it. You don't have to be condescending. You don't have to be mean-spirited. You can correct someone and still have a positive tone to it. And I know, and I'm sure it's it's, it's women in general because we, oh Lord, we have a way with socializing with other women. Especially if we feel like, you know, we we got a chip on our shoulders and we got a thing or two to teach somebody. Me personally, I've never been one to want to be anyone's manager because I just don't need the extra work. I don't need you coming to me asking questions all the time. So you don't have to worry about me wanting to micromanage you. I don't want to manage, period. Not somebody else's stuff. My own, yes, but not somebody else's stuff. And micromanagement can, it's, it's a burnout. It's a thing where people can't wait to leave work and dread coming in. And when they're there, yeah, you, nine times out of 10, they are probably somewhere whispering or huddling every chance they get because it's like, 
please let me find my tribe around here, around someone who can understand what I'm going through, who can who can empathize with me and encourage me. You know, it's going to be all right. But one thing that I'm going to leave with you all before I dip up out of here. Yes, these are going to be quick podcasts because I feel like until I have someone else here that I can bounce a lot of conversation off of on, I'm going to do my best to keep these as short and as sweet and as possible and as entertaining. Like, I want this to be for you as if we're having a conversation or you hearing me saying things you like, and do, correct? Like, I, I want this to be something in which you find some similarity and some camaraderie within. Again, this isn't supposed to be solely about like venting or complaining, which I hate to do, but this is hood professionals. This is professional development. This is a safe space for you to come and talk about the highs and the lows of happen to be a grown ass person and be a professional while you at work trying to make your money and not tell somebody, get the fuck about my face. Why are you over here yet again? Can you just tell me what you want so I can do it and you can leave me the hell alone? Yes, because every morning I am turning on the gospel. And as I creep and get closer to that workplace building, I'm turning on the Jeezy. I'm turning up the Afro beats because I want to be in a positive mood because I owe it to my coworkers who view me as a cool ass individual to be positive when I come in because we are all we got. You know what I mean? We we right there in the same office with each other. So it, it it's important for me to come in and, you know, if the energy is low to, to bring the energy up or if the energy is already up to meet the energy where it is. And vice versa, it's their responsibility as well. I want to be a high-functioning, fun-loving, contributing professional at work. And micromanagement makes it hard to do so. Because it seems as if anything that I'm asked to do, you are unsure of my capabilities in giving you the deliverables. deliverables. Although you see that I am capable of doing such, but yet, I don't know, are you too, are you afraid that I'm going to be too good at the job and then I won't need you? I'll pull a coup and just start doing my own shit? Uh, are you afraid that If I do my own thing, then the other people who you have this vice grip on are going to be like, like, it's a lot. And these aren't necessarily questions that you can necessarily have with them because surely there's going to be some type of back. Like, trust me, to be brutally honest with the micromanagement, micromanager, is sure to be met with contention and resentment. Like, oh, I'm gonna show your ass. So it's just like one of those things where it's like, damn if you do, damn if you don't. But one thing my therapist has told me is that if you, when you know what your ultimate goal is, then 
it is then that you should not become inundated with the day-to-day things because those are micro distractions set up to keep you from focusing on the goal that you have set for yourself. And it's really like one of those things where you have to fight for what you want because people aren't going anywhere. Micromanagers are not going anywhere. And I am like so sorry for those of you who are married to micromanagers. That has got to be irking. Okay? I'm sure it is. Because us at work with them, my God. But you have to fight for those things that you say that you want. Whether it's a foundation that you're starting, a program that you're starting, an invention that you've come up with a concept that you have in mind, a product, a service, a business, whatever the case may be, you got to fight for it. And every little thing that happens at work is not your concern, even if it's happening to you. Sometimes we got to know what to let roll off our backs. And then there are also times where we got to let to know what people say, hey, I understand But professionally, we are approaching a threshold that I don't feel comfortable in. This type of engagement is not creating a a safe space for me mentally that allows me to come to work and be the best person I could possibly be. And when that's truly what I want to be, I want to be my best when I'm here. And I don't have the space to be my best when this type of management is being done to me. But I'm hoping that at some point in time that micromanagement will become a thing for past and more people will understand that even when you have persons on your teams who aren't doing what they're supposed to be doing, that there is a protocol for that and you should put that in place. But you should not put that in place on your employees who are doing what they what they need to do. And, and, and this is my thing. We all need a little redirection every now and then. But you having to redirect someone shouldn't give you great pleasure to the point where you're like, ah, oh, I'm fixing your ass. You thought you knew it all. Now I got you. No. You get more bees with honey. You understand? Or do you get more honey with bees? Because bees make the honey. Are they, have they been saying that wrong the whole time? I don't know. The point is, be nice to people, man. Shit. Even if you don't like them, I do it all the time. And be mindful of the things that, that, that you're saying. Because sometimes we're saying some fucked up stuff out of our mouths at work that would not fly if people weren't there to get a paycheck. I'm just saying, be mindful of what you say because you never know who you're going to bump into later on that could have a, that could be in charge of the opportunity that you need. So like, chill out, relax. My black women in, in, in a position of power, relax. My Caucasian women in a position of power, relax. My Asian women in a position of power, relax. My Latina ex and, and, and Hispanic uh, women in a position of power. We have to treat each other better. 
we have to stop seeing each other as extensions of our offsprings because we're not or sisters or moms or aunts you're never gonna find me at work being like oh that's my work mom or that's like my work auntie no and that's not me trying to be mean but it's like I don't need to put personal attributes on professional people I work with in order for us to have substantial valuable relationships and the same thing goes for our clients especially for those who work in social services we should not have to step into a mama auntie daddy brother cousin uncle role in order for clients to understand that they have to contribute to the success of their own life story hmm I got real Ilana Maya Angelou deep on y'all y'all better catch this it ain't gonna be free for much longer telling y'all somebody's gonna hear this voice and in the words of martin i'm about to blow up (laughs) speaking into existence and it shall be but honestly y'all we gotta do better because you're gonna cripple your team and you're gonna lose some amazing people simply because you won't take the time to stop micromanaging And you also going to up yourself up out of a good ass job if you don't step your game up and do what you know you need to do. Stop being effing lazy. That's not cute. Because ultimately your responsibilities are falling upon other people who are there just to do what they need to do so they can what? Make the money to live the lifestyle they want to live. Stop coming to work and making things hard on all ends. Okay? All right? I love y'all and I want the best for y'all as always think about who you want to be where you want to be and that should be the goal that you work towards all the other stuff all the other people that come up against you to to keep you from achieving or obtaining those things don't become inundated with them learn how to deal with people and things in smaller and smaller ways. You can't put small stuff in big spaces and expect for it to, to feel, if that's the case, you're going to find yourself putting, have to put hundreds of small little things and that's not what you need. Substance. Sustenance is what we're after. As always, I thank you for your listenership. I thank you for your time and joining in with me and just listening to my thoughts listening to what I have to say. I mean, I'm no expert, but I am a professional and I do get hood. Till next time, take care. Peace.